Soundprints Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Soundprints is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. This is Soundprints for the week of February 18 and February 25, 2018. It's membership time in ACB, and we want to take this opportunity to tell you about four outstanding ACB affiliates and invite you to become part of those affiliates. First, the Kentucky Council of the Blind invites you to get on the KCB team. KCB and its chapters help people with vision loss learn about services, products, and resources that improve their daily lives. Our free audio magazine, Sound Prints, our website at kentucky-acb.org, our Facebook pages, our newsletter, our live telephone support, and our in-person and conference call chapter meetings and programs all combine to touch the lives of people with vision loss throughout the state. Please join us now and help us make a difference. Take a few minutes to make a check payable to the Kentucky Council of the Blind, for $8 for 2018 membership or $40 for a life membership. Mail your check along with your contact information to Kentucky Council of the Blind, 148 Vernon Avenue, Louisville, Kentucky, 40206. If you're already a 2018 or life member of the KCB team, we invite you to Take this opportunity to update your contact information, chapter memberships, and subscriptions. For more information, give us a phone call at 502-895-4598. You can also pay by credit card when you make that phone call. Adam, I'm going to start this over and I'm going to do, um, do it just a little bit differently. This is Sound Prints for the week of February 18, 2018. It's membership time in ACB, and we want to take an opportunity on this week's Sound Prints to tell you about four outstanding ACB affiliates. Adam Rushevel is treasurer for the Library Users of America, the American Council of Blind Lions, and ACB Families, and I'm treasurer for the Kentucky Council of the Blind. First, the Library Users of America invite you to become a member of LUA and help us improve library services and access to information for people who are blind and visually impaired. Quality library services through NLS Talking Book Libraries and BARD are a high priority for people with low vision. Budget cuts and shortages of operating funds threaten current and future services for people who are visually impaired. LUA President Brian Charlson and other LUA members are presenting at conferences and participating in ongoing discussions that encourage more accessibility at local public libraries and address issues related to the NLS program. LUA meetings at the American Council of the Blind Conference and Convention include informative programs and discussions related to library services. 
Lua presents workshops on the latest book-related hardware and software applications. Lua brings its programs within the reach of every person who is blind or visually impaired in the United States. Our new Library Without Walls conference calls are an opportunity to share good books on a variety of topics. Calls are scheduled every other month and are open to all. The Lua Ledger is our excellent magazine. It is published one to two times a year and is available in Braille, large print, on NLS cartridge, and by email. A Lua members-only email list was established in 2017. Posted there are announcements of Library Without Walls conference calls and other teleconferences and information of interest to library users. The Lua Ledger is also posted on this list. Become a member of Lua now and receive our 2018 Membership Premium Gift, an edited CD on Reading with the Kindle app. This CD is created by the Tri-State Library Users, Lua's Kentucky Chapter, from its two teleconferences on this subject. All 2018 Lua members, including Life members, will receive a copy of this informative audio CD playable on any standard music CD player. Lua dues are $12 for one year and $150 for a life membership. You can join Lua directly or through one of our three chapters, California, telephone 510-352-2029, Kentucky, 502-895-4598, or Texas, 281-438-9665. Note that chapters may have additional dues as well. To join Lua directly, not through a chapter, please send your contact information and your preferred ledger format, Braille, large print, NLS cartridge, or email, along with your check made payable to Library Users of America, to Adam Rushville, Treasurer, Library Users of America, 148 Vernon Avenue, Louisville, Kentucky, 40206. Or skip the hassle of writing a check. Pay dues by credit card by calling 502-897-1472 or send money via PayPal to lua, L-U-A, dot payments, P-A-Y-M-E-N-T-S, at gmail.com. Thank you for becoming part of Library Users of America. Note, if you would like to join the Tri-State Library Users, which is a chapter of Lua and also a chapter of the Kentucky Council of the Blind, you can do so by calling KCB at 502-895-4598. Next up is ACB Families. No matter who you are, no matter where you live, you can participate in ACB Families. We're as close as your telephone and as easy to reach as dialing a number. ACB Families holds informational teleconferences on a variety of topics. Last year, we hosted calls on stretching the family dollar, attending the ACB National Convention on a shoestring, holiday gift ideas, and fun and educational Amazon Alexa skills. Our January 2018 teleconference provided valuable information on the new federal income tax law. Join ACB Families for 2018 and receive an audio CD copy of this excellent presentation. Watch for more teleconferences coming soon. In 2017, ACB Families began a new program. We sponsor a parent peer support group on the fourth Sunday of each month.
This is your chance to share kid-related questions and tips, ask questions, and learn from the experiences of others. ACB Families sponsors a breakfast at the ACB National Convention. In 2017, we learned how a visually impaired family hosts foreign exchange students from around the world. Our Families Bingo is always a popular event at the National Convention. We'll be announcing our convention activities for 2018 in St. Louis very soon. We share information through our email list and Facebook page. Join our email list by sending a blank message to families-subscribe at acblists.org. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash acbfamilies. Join ACB Families now. Dues are just $8 per person and include your audio CD copy of our income tax teleconference. You are also invited to make a donation to ACB Families and support our good work. All donations are welcome. Take a few minutes now to send your contact information and check made payable to ACB Families to Adam Rushville, Treasurer, ACB Families, 148 Vernon Avenue, Louisville, Kentucky, 40206. Skip the hassle of writing a check. Pay dues by phone with your credit card by calling 502-897-1472 or go to www.paypal.com and send money to families, F-A-M-I-L-I-E-S, dot A-C-B at gmail.com. Welcome to our ACB family. The American Council of Blind Lions, a proud affiliate of ACB since 1971, gives lions who are blind and visually impaired a chance to share ideas and experiences. ACBL also encourages people with low vision to become lions and participate in service projects in their local clubs and communities. In 2018, ACBL will again support the American Council of the Blind Scholarship Program. As a $3,000 Topaz sponsor, ACBL will assist outstanding students to attend the 57th ACB National Conference and Convention in St. Louis, Missouri, where they can learn about our outstanding organization, connect with others in their chosen fields of study, and discover the many opportunities available to them as they seek to become successful members of society. Support for this project comes from contributions from local clubs, from individual lions, and from the ACBL Treasury. You can participate by enclosing a donation from your club or from yourself with your dues. ACBL holds informative telephone conference call meetings on the first Thursday of each month at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Members from across the country discuss issues of importance to Lions, and there is always time to ask questions and to share ideas and ways we participate in our local clubs. The conference call number is 712-432-3900, and the call code is 796096. If you're already a Lion, have been a Lion in the past, or would like to become a Lion, you are invited to be part of ACBL. Membership is open to people who are blind, visually impaired, and sighted. One-year membership is just $15. Life membership is $150. Whether you're new to ACBL or you need to renew your membership for 2018, 
Take a few minutes now to make your check payable to ACB Lions and send to Adam Reshevel Treasurer, American Council of Blind Lions, 148 Vernon Avenue, Louisville, Kentucky, 40206. Or pay by credit card by calling 502-897-1472. Or through PayPal at www.paypal.com. Send money to Lions, L-I-O-N-S dot A-C-B at gmail.com. Thank you in advance for becoming a part of the affiliate that roars. And finally, get on the KCB team. The Kentucky Council of the Blind and its chapters help people with vision loss learn about services, products, and resources that improve their daily lives. Our free audio magazine, Sound Prints, our website, www.kentucky-acb.org, our Facebook page, our newsletter, our live telephone support, and our in-person and conference call chapter meetings and programs all combine to touch the lives of people with vision loss throughout the state. KCB currently has eight chapters. They are the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind, the Eastern Kentucky Christian Council of the Blind, Northern Kentucky Council of the Blind, Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired in Owensboro, KCB Next Generation for anyone 40 years old and under, Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision, Guide Dog Users of Kentucky, and Tri-State Library Users. Join our KCB team now and help us make a difference. All blind, visually impaired, and sighted people are welcome. You must live either in Kentucky or within 25 miles of Kentucky in order to join. Dues are only $8 for one year or $40 for a life membership. If you're already a 2018 member of KCB or a life member of our team, we invite you to use this opportunity to update your contact information, chapter memberships, and subscriptions to our newsletter and to sound prints. For more information, contact the Kentucky Council of the Blind at 502-895-4598. You can pay dues with your credit card when you call. Help us touch lives and reach our goals. Together, everyone accomplishes more. And by the way, KCB has a membership drive in progress. If you join KCB as a life member or a 2018 member, you will have your name placed in a hat for a drawing for a $50 Visa card. If you recruit a person, one or more people, to KCB for 2018 or as life members, you'll have your name placed in another drawing for each member that you recruit. For more information, give us a call, 502-895-4598. We've been hearing about the Orbit Reader 20, from the American Printing House for the Blind for about three years. We've waited and waited and waited for it to come on the market, and finally it's here. Listen on page two as Deanna Scoggins and I chat about the Orbit Reader 20 and how we are helping people at the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind Roundabouts to learn to use the Orbit Reader 20. We think you'll enjoy knowing what this great new little device will do. On page 3 are three articles that have appeared on email list this last week. First, Bob Acosta posted an article about Envision 
in Wichita, Kansas, building a new training center for blind and visually impaired people in partnership with LC Industries. Since LC Industries is here in Louisville as well, we thought you'd be interested in this article. The second article is from Rick Bogus, posted on the KCB board list, and talks about the closing of BOM USA. This will affect people who have BOM devices. And finally, the third article from Kelly Gask on the ACB leadership list brings us the bad news that H.R. 620 has passed the House of Representatives and is on its way to the Senate. This bill deals with new regulations in the Americans with Disabilities Act, and we think you will find it informative. And on page four is the Sound Prince calendar. Page two. With me on the phone is Deanna Scoggins, and she and I have been playing with the new Orbit Reader 20 for the last couple of weeks. The Orbit Reader was first talked about by the American Printing House for the Blind and others. Oh, I guess it began three years ago, four, but we've been waiting two years for the Orbit Reader to come out. And finally, it did. It went on sale at the printing house on February 2. And we were lucky enough to get a couple of them for the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind to use for teaching purposes and thanks to funding from the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. So Deanna has been, along with me, um, showing others at Roundabout how to use the Orbit. And Deanna, thanks for being on Soundprints today. The, the first time that we uh, heard about the Orbit at Soundprints, was would actually be two years ago this coming May. And Larry Scootcon came and brought a prototype of sound prints to us to show us in May. And then, let's see, last summer, Joe Hodge came and brought another, uh, it, I guess it was almost a finished product, but they just couldn't get them shipped uh, enough to go on sale. And we thought then, oh, the Orbit's coming. It's going to be available in just a few weeks. And we waited and we waited and we waited and we waited and it still didn't come. And then um, the APH annual meeting came and went last October. And uh, Christmas came and went. And I don't know about you, but I just kind of thought, oh, who knows when it's going to come out. I just stopped asking. So now that we have it, and we've played with it a little bit ourselves, used it quite a bit. Um, I carry mine around all the time now. Adam calls it an appendage. And now that we've gotten just kind of really fallen in love with the orbits, um, and we've also had a chance to show other people, some of whom are very techy and some of whom are not techy at all, about these new little things. Let's chat about the positives and, and the negatives of um, what the orbit will do. So I guess I'll just let you start on what you think maybe is um, maybe one of its strong points. The orbit is um, it's small. It's about... Mm, four by six, maybe, and mm-hmm. an inch thick. Mm-hmm. And very lightweight. Uh, it's very light, and the keys are in the. It's kind of. It seems funny to us because the, the, the keys are kind of the back, but you get used to that really fast. Mm-hmm. They're they're on top, but they're in the back. There are six mm-hmm. keys, like a braille writer. 
with the uh, with a circle in the middle where the space bar would normally be, and the circle has four arrows uh, up, down, left, right, and then a center select button. So I think that's pretty easy to picture. And then below that, there is a space bar, a long rectangle, with two round keys, with a round key on either end of the space bar. Those are dots seven and eight. Backspace is dot seven and right. error is dot eight. Right. And then on the side are two long, on each side, there is a long panning bar, mm-hmm. a rocker bar. Like a rocker switch. Mm-hmm. And it rocks back and, well, up and down. So if you rock it toward you, you're going down a line when you read. And when you rock it away from you, you're going up a line when you read. And that's very easy to do with your, you know, that's very easy to figure out how to do that while you're reading Braille. Mm-hmm. And you can pan with your left hand or your right hand, whichever one you feel the most comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Both, I mean. And, and some people may call that scroll. That some people mm-hmm. may call it scroll well, instead okay, of right. Yeah, and but the, both uh, rockers do the very same thing. Yes, at that point, at this, at that point, for reading. And then on the back, there is a um, on the left. There's a power button, and then there's an SD card slot, and then there is a char- a jack for a charger. And that's it. That's all there is. That's right. And um, when you turn, it's twenty cells. Best thing, the the thing that I think the people talk about first when I hear people talk about the orbit is, I love the Braille. You know what's really cool about that Braille is people who have have lost some of the touch in their fingers, um, especially diabetics who have a hard time with Braille, with paper Braille, um, and sometimes with note-taker Braille, um, can read this Braille. It's because it doesn't move. It's that it's sign braille. It's like braille you've seen on. If you've ever read a metal braille sign, it, it, it's that kind of braille. And I really think people who have not been able to read for a long time, and I also think people who, um, you know, uh, people who aren't used to feeling like people who are losing their vision, and who who maybe want to learn braille and then they become discouraged because they can't feel it. Um, you know, on, especially when you're teaching them on paper, um, I think that this will mean that they can read. And it I might not mean that they're going to read books, although that was why this was created originally, was to read books. But um, they may not use this to read books, but they can certainly use it to make notes because there is the ability to make notes in it. There's the ability to jot down a phone number or write a list or um, even, you know, jot down your thoughts, maybe even write a letter or do, um, you know, some things like that. And um, I think this will give people, I, I think this truly, my opinion is that this will bring about a, quote, resurgence if they're you know, if Braille's, people always say, oh, people don't read Braille as much as they did anymore. But i I think there will be more people reading Braille just because these dots are so good. The other, the really good thing I like about the Orbit is the it's a display for your iPhone and it's very easily paired. It's, it's just it comes on if your if your iPhone if you have your Orbit on and you unlock the iPhone, it just immediately comes on mm-hmm. you know, after it's connected and paired. Right. You don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, Another good thing is the power, the battery life. It's very long. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And it's very easy to check it. it. Yes, it is. And so um, I very much enjoy it. I have uh, you know, used it uh, in the past well, week and a half. I've had it. <laughs> I've used it a lot, and I've copied lots of files. You have to put the files on it, just like you would have if you had had when sighted people first bought Kindles. It's exactly what they had to do when they bought a Kindle. They had to put the books on it, and then they could read it. And that's what you do with your Orbit. You put the material on it and from something else, from your computer or a note taker, and then you can read it, and you can take it with you everywhere you go. I take, um, we'll take the Bible to church. I take the PL, all my song lists when I play for places. Um, I take lyrics to songs and study them on the bus. Um, so I've used it a lot. I have not read actually read a book, although I have lots of books to read. Um, I haven't started to read a Braille book because I've been doing too many other things with it. And just, Well, I've read the Orbit Manual, but I, mm-hmm. I, mean, I haven't read a pleasure book. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so and you have to put the books on an SD card and right. then put them into the Orbit. You cannot download a book directly into the Orbit. There's two modes to the Orbit. There's a standalone, they call it a standalone mode. I like to call it the reading mode because that's the mode where you're going to read a book or, um, well, you can, you know, you can write on it. Yeah, Yeah, and you can edit and things. Um, And then there's the remote mode, which is where you Bluetooth the orbit to something else. And And you can Bluetooth it to your your phones or you can Bluetooth it to other things. I have not. I have not Bluetoothed it. I've connected it, or you can connect it by USB to other things, and I have not done that. Yes, because the cord, the charging, the charging cable, um, actually that's an Android connection that goes right. into the orbit, but then it has a USB, a standard USB uh, on the other end, so you can so put you could, it into a computer, right, or into your iPhone. Now, I, 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 I thought that I would. Um, read with it first, and I thought that I would edit with it first, but I have not because I've been too busy reading with it on my iPhone. Now, I use I use my I, for a long time. In fact, I guess ever since I've had my iPhone, I got my first iPhone in 2011, and for the most most of that time, I have used an my Apex, which I dearly love. Bluetooth to my iPhone. Um, my, we have a couple of Apexes in our house, and we have a problem with them staying Bluetooth to the phone or staying connected. Sometimes they just quit, and you have to um, you have to start that connection up again. It not actually go through the whole thing, but sometimes you have to reboot it or whatever in order to get the connection to work. And I have not had that problem with the orbit for the two weeks that I have been reading my email and so on. And I'm going to tell you, Deanna, just checking the email and and Uh deleting the email is so quick. It is. On the very orbit. easy. Yes. It's very easy. Because of the arrow key being right there and then that select mm-hmm. key and you can just go up arrow which puts you it's and then it pops up and says delete and then press that select button and Right. Boom, you're gone on to the next email. I mean, it is quick. Now the things it doesn't do, you know, it's it doesn't do everything. It's it is no, it it's kind of like 
um, it's kind of like the Volkswagen compared compared to the Cadillac. Um, you know, I really it, 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 there's no speech in it, right? So it's strictly for Braille readers, and um, and and also it's for people that are not going to be using it for really big projects. Well, navigating the editor, you can navigate it, but navigating it is moving around to change lots of things and stuff. Right. It's a little cumbersome, but you can, right. it's, not, it's very doable. It's kind of like you could do that on your iPhone, too, and it's, but you, it's kind of cumbersome. But actually, well, this is less cumbersome than that. The problem is there's no cursor keys. Right. Like on the Apex, there's that little cursor key above each Braille cell. So you can just press it, and the cursor is routed right to the one that you press. And I find myself looking for my cursor keys, and they're not there. Well, if you're in a book and you go back to the book, you'll be returned to the place where you left off. You don't have to start at the beginning. But if you want to go, if you're halfway through the book and you want to go back and find uh, something and read it again, you can do that with a find key, uh, and you can move by increment through the book, but that is a little cumbersome sometimes. It's called an orbit reader for a reason, and that is because its prime purpose is to read. And then it has some of these other little right. things in it, and, you know, for the person, for the person who is not going to need a heavy lifter of a note taker, um, I use my Apex to um, to manage s some pretty large databases. For example, um, I am getting ready to we're getting ready to put out. Um, we're in fact we're in the process of doing membership letters for ACB Lions families and Library Users of America. Plus, we're putting out a Kentucky Council of the Blind newsletter this next week. Now, those are um, address lists of varying sizes, but uh, the KCB newsletter, we will be sending out um, almost 600 copies of that, and I manage that list and the sound prints list on my uh, database on the Apex. The Orbit Reader is not, it doesn't have anything, I can't do anything like that on the Orbit, but, no. but um, I can make a lot of notes and I can do the easy things for the difference in the price um, the orbits for $49 and the my apex was 5500 um, you know if I'm just if I'm just wanting to read or um, you know communicate with my iPhone a lot easier than I can if I'm just using the iPhone keyboard directly. In other words, this would replace the Bluetooth keyboard um, with the iPhone. Uh, you could now read it out in Braille rather than um, using a Bluetooth keyboard. Um, then it's great. I mean, it's a yeah. I think for the price, oh, for just for just the iPhone, just Braille display for your iPhone, it's worth it. It absolutely is. And and if you didn't do anything else with it. But you wanted to read your email yep. with the iPhone, with the iPhone. But you wanted to read it in Braille, and you didn't have to have Bluetooth headphones, and you didn't have to have everybody in the world wouldn't hear what you're hearing. Mm -hmm. um, I just think it's wonderful, and it's it's very good. Well, the other thing too is anything that voiceover um, 
voices your orbit is going to display. That mm-hmm. is true regardless of what note taker you've got it Bluetooth Correct. to. Um, but that means also that you can do your data entry from the keyboard from your from your orbit. And that is it's really handy. Um, I really like it for data entry and uh, on the iPhone. So I think that that's one of its strengths. Tell us a little bit about the editor. You've worked with that more than I have. Well, the editor is, um, you know, if you're writing a letter and you want to move around, you can, you can move by character and word and line and paragraph and, you know, to the top and bottom of your file. Um, I haven't written more than one page, but to a letter because a page is it's a it's based on a print I guess or I don't know it's based on I don't know what the page is based on actually but you can go from one page to another um I haven't done that but it is um it's pretty easy to do you you just always have to know where you're reading where your cursor is mm-hmm. and when you if you know where it is and you can find it because it's uh it's uh, dot seven and eight. That's what that's your cursor in the edit mm-hmm. mode. Mm-hmm. And um, any file that's not protected, you've got a book on there, and you want to edit it, and it's not a protected file. You can put a note in there. I like this page, or don't read this part, or <laughs> you know something you wanted to. But um, you, uh, this is a great. This is the best part of the book. You know, uh, I don't know. Anyway, you could put a note in. Um, if you had a study book and you wanted to put your notes in, you could certainly do that. And then you can, um, with one command, you can just go right back to the book and you're right back in reader mode, right where you left off. You know what you I could, discovered? Uh, well, actually, um, they, a, someone at APH told me this. One of my real complaints is that uh, the new versions of things are not backward compatible with old files sometimes and mm-hmm. um, when, when I was thinking about what I was going to buy for my next display slash note taker um, I discovered that the new Braille Note Touch was not going to be compatible with all of my old Braille Note files with my KWB files right? and they said oh but you can convert these to doc files and they'll read just fine. Well, Diana, mm-hmm. on one flash drive I have 1,560 files. I understand that. Now, I have an awful lot of flash drives that have accumulated over the years and a lot of SD cards. And do you think I'm going to sit down and convert all those or even part of them? No. There is no way, my friend. So, I was. Uh, I made a comment. I said, "Well, I realized that you know it won't read these files and so on." And they said, "Oh, well, all you need to do is rename them and rename the KWB to TXT, and it'll read it." And I, oh, I know what I said. I said, "I know that it'll it will read anything you put in there. Um, mm-hmm. It will read it will read whatever is put in. What you what you put in the on your SD card is what you get." And you see it. And I said, well, I realized that I can read my KWB file with it, but I can't edit it. And they said, oh, yes, you can. Just convert it to a TXT, and then you'll be able to edit it. And I went in and tried it, and you know what? It, it works. works. 
it yeah. works and like the other a thing it does now when i do the kwf the, the kwb file the um file had a little bit of extra stuff in it yeah and a, that was a couple of little it. garbage things at the top a lot of garbage stuff in it and mm-hmm. i think when we converted it to text i haven't done it very much but i think it took all that out or some of it yeah out. yes yes it did Yes, and also if you enter, there is no back translator uh, in there. So if you put a grade two file in, then that's what you got. You have grade two. So then, if you wanted to write that, print that letter out, you would have to put that back in your computer and save it as text file or something to print it out. Yeah, you'd have to have something to back translate. Right, right. Because if you put a braille, if you entered in braille, and contracted braille and then you put that in your computer it would not print out as a print letter no it wouldn't you have to say either, you have to yeah but you know you would have to enter in grade one in full you know in no contractions and in order for that to print in your computer um you know as a as a letter i wish they would put um a a printer port however uh if you write in something on your phone, like, you know, pages or uh, whatever, you know, you write in, um, then you can print from your phone. Yeah. Now, you can't take a file that you print from, that, that you write over in the, um, the standalone part of it. You can't take that and then uh, print it from your iPhone because um, the two parts do not, overlap but that is true regardless of what note taker you have um, or even from your computer you can't take a file on your computer and just um, and just put it on your iPhone unless you have a Mac of course unless you have a Mac, yeah. and the reason you can't do that is the file structures are different right I didn't know that but I learned it the hard way because I bought this real um, I bought this fancy uh, drive that would thumb drive, and you could push it out one way, and it go in the iPhone. You push it out the other way, and it goes in the computer. And I thought, how cool! I can, I can, um, you know, move my files from one to the other. Well, no, I couldn't because the the Windows file structure is different from the iPhone file structure, so the two don't see each other's files. So. So that, that to me was a little frustrating, but, you know. And, of course, you could always put files in Dropbox or something and move them back and forth that way. Well, when we when we um, do Roundabout, uh, like this last Friday, we had, what, about six orbits in the room? Mm-hmm. And people were um, practicing with them, just getting a chance to read. Um, some people were just reading a story, just learning to read. Other people were just checking out their email and it was really fun and we're going to be um we'll be teaching people how to use them and so if you happen to be listening and you're in the louisville area and you'd like to come and get a look at the orbit then you know uh, come to roundabout because um, we will we'll be more than happy to let you get your hands on one and try it out it's very nice um I really have enjoyed working with it. Well, Deanna, thanks for being with us on Soundprints. All right. And we'll look forward to seeing you at Roundabout. Yeah, we're looking forward to more orbiting. Thanks a lot for letting me talk with you.
Page 3. The following article was posted by Baba Costa on the ACBL email list on Friday, February 16. It's entitled, New Workforce Training Center for Blind People Coming to Wichita, by Deborah Shar, posted February 12 on KMUW.org. Envision is building a $3.1 million workforce training center inside its downtown Wichita headquarters. The Wichita nonprofit Envision is building a new workforce training center designed to get people with vision loss into high-tech jobs. Envision is partnering with sister agency LC Industries for the William L. Hudson BVI Workforce Innovation Center. The training center is located at Envision's headquarters in downtown Wichita. It will feature accessible workstations, a technology makerspace, and an experiential program area with computer hardware and software. Mike May, the center's executive director, expects national employment opportunities for blind or visually impaired people who complete the training. I think there's a lot of opportunity for jobs outside of manufacturing in the tech sector, and Envision wants to lead that charge, May says. Envision officials say 70% of blind people are currently unemployed. The training facility will also feature a call center for customer service operations. In addition to technology skills, training, and job placement, the center also seeks to provide accessibility inclusion expertise to businesses around the country. May says one major obstacle to getting people with vision loss hired is an employer's attitude or lack of awareness. It's our role at Envision to help facilitate that communication, access to the technology, and to overcome that hurdle that the sighted employer might have in terms of hiring a blind person, May says. Michael Monteferrant, President and CEO of Envision, says the training center is about inclusion and offering upward mobility. We believe that the time is right to place an unparalleled focus on creating equal opportunities for white-collar professional positions in the workplace for people who are blind or visually impaired. Monteferrant says. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics projects growing demand in many industries in which people with disabilities have not been typically represented, including information technology, health care, scientific, and green jobs. Envision is one of the largest employers of individuals with vision loss in the nation, with more than 200 working in manufacturing. The new center will cost about $3.1 million and is expected to open in June. Envision needs to raise $1.5 million by December 1 to receive a $750,000 challenge grant from the Tulsa-based J.E. and L.E. Mabee Foundation. Funds will support the construction and ongoing operation of the new facility. 
Envision held a news conference Monday to announce the new center. Civic leaders who spoke at the event included U.S. Representative Ron Estes, Sedgwick County Commissioner Dave Unruh, U-N-R-U-H, Wichita Vice Mayor Brian Fry, and Greater Wichita Partnership President Jeff Fleur, F-L-U-H-R. The following email was posted by Rick Bogus on the KCB board list this past Friday and is a message from Bomb USA. It says, Hello everyone. I am sorry to inform our customers and friends that Bomb USA Inc. will close its doors by end of day today, February 16, 2018. At that time, our phone system and email will be updated to reflect the closure of our business and direct you to send any and all support requests to info at bomb, B-A-U-M dot D-E. Company leadership in Germany continues to work on finding a solution that will allow the company to resume business operations. If they are successful, the company will hopefully reopen. For all future notices from the company, please visit www.bombusa.com. Some important information. 1. For any customer who has sent a Vario Ultra to Bomb USA for service, rest assured that service work will be completed as promised and your device will be returned to you. 2. Customers in need of technical support or product service should send an email to info at bombbaum.de. This mailbox is being monitored by a bomb company representative in Germany who will assist you. The email address support at bombusa.com will not be monitored after today. Similarly, calls to our support line will be met only with a voicemail directing you to send email to info at bomb.de. 3. Final details regarding product service work are still being finalized. What I can confirm now is that the customer will be responsible for shipping charges to and from the repair location. Once the details are finalized, we will send an email to all registered Vario Ultra customers and post details on the Bomb USA website. 4. If nothing changes, the Bomb USA website will remain available through the end of 2018. 5. This Vario Ultra List Serve will remain active indefinitely. It's a free list that costs nothing to maintain. It will hopefully remain a good alternative for technical support from the many existing customers who belong as members. I started working in the assistive technology field in the UK back in 1984 and first worked with BOM products in the very early 1990s when BOM introduced a bright red braille computer called David. 
My respect and admiration for such innovation was rekindled in 2014 when Baum introduced the amazing Vario Ultra. It has been my pleasure and distinct honor to be associated with the Baum brand these past four to five years, and I sincerely hope and pray that the company finds a solution and bounces back. Sincerely, David Bradburn. Kelly Gask posted the following announcement on the ACB leadership list on Friday, February 16. House passes changes to Americans with Disabilities Act over activist objections. This article is from the Washington Post. The House, on Thursday, passed legislation that would amend the Americans with Disabilities Act over objections from disability rights advocates and Democratic leaders, who warned that the bill would remove incentives for businesses to comply with the law. The ADA Education and Reform Act passed on a 225 to 192 vote, with 12 Democrats joining all but 19 Republicans to approve a bill that proponents say is aimed at curbing unscrupulous lawyers who seek profit by threatening businesses with litigation without actually seeking to improve access to the disabled. But activists say that the bill, if enacted, would essentially gut the ADA's provisions dealing with public accommodations by removing any incentive that businesses have to comply with the law before a complaint is filed. Quote, We know of no other law that outlaws discrimination, but permits entities to discriminate with impunity until victims experience that discrimination and educate the entities perpetrating it about their obligations not to discriminate, said a September letter from the Consortium for Citizens with Disabilities signed by more than 200 disability rights groups. Quote, Such a regime is absurd and would make people with disabilities second-class citizens. On the other side are business groups, such as the International Council of Shopping Centers and the National Federation of Independent Business, which says the bill would stem the drive-by lawsuits so named because the lawyers who threaten them often do not physically inspect the premises. But the bill's critics say it would not necessarily stem the phenomenon because lawyers could still demand monetary settlements that do not include fixing the problems they identify. The abuses, the critics say, are better handled through state laws and local legal disciplinary authorities. Quote, no federal civil rights statute imposes requirements on discrimination victims before they can have the opportunity to enforce their rights in court, said Representative Gerald Nadler, Democrat of New York, speaking against the bill on the House floor on Thursday. Under the bill, those wishing to sue businesses in federal court over an ADA public accommodations violation 
must first deliver a written notice to that business detailing the illegal barrier to access and then give that business 60 days to come up with a plan to address the complaints and an additional 60 days to take action. The legislation garnered some bipartisan support, including from one of the most liberal members of the House. Representative Jackie Spire, Democrat of California, a lead co-sponsor of the bill, said in an interview that she has, quote, witnessed too many rip-off artists in California that are in it for just making a buck. I want public places to be accessible to persons with disabilities, she says. I want them fixed, and I'm not interested in making a few attorneys rich, and I'm not interested in gotcha stuff. I just want them to be accessible. End of quote. One notable Republican opposed the bill. Representative Kathy McMorris Rogers, a Republican from Washington State, the chairwoman of the House Republican Conference and the mother of a son with Down syndrome. Quote, the ADA was enacted more than 25 years ago to protect the disability community, and as part of that community, I could not, in good conscience, vote for this bill, she said in a statement. The bill's prospects in the Senate are uncertain. No similar bill has emerged from a Senate committee, and top Democrats, including Senators Patty Murray of Washington State and Tammy Duckworth of Illinois, are strongly opposed. Page 4. The Sound Prince Calendar. On February 22, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will have another support group meeting from 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. at United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville. The phone number for more information is 502-895-4598. On February 23 is another roundabout with the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind, Education and Technology, 3.30 to 5, Tip Sheet, 5 to 5.30, Page Turners, 5.30 to 6, Dinner, $5 per person at 6 p.m., Games and Crafts from 7 until 10. At United Crescent Hill Ministries, call 502-895-4598. February 24 to 27 is the ACB Mid-Year Meeting and Legislative Seminar in Alexandria, Virginia. It will also be broadcast on ACB Radio. Listen on February 25 to the ACB President's Meeting from 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. and on February 26 to the Legislative Seminar and Training also from 9 until 5 on ACB Radio. You can contact ACB Radio by dialing 605-475-8130 and following the prompts to the channel that you wish to listen to. On February 24, Landscapes for Your Fingertips, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at the American Printing House for the Blind. Use textures and shapes and layers to add depth and movement when creating tactile artwork of new and remembered landscapes taught by guest artist Jennifer Palmer 
American Printing House for the Blind, call 502-899-2213 to register. On February 26th, the Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana will have their next membership call, 7 p.m. by conference call, 605-475-6006, enter code 294444. On February 28th, the Bluegrass Council Peer Support Group meeting will be held from noon until 2 p.m. at the Bluegrass Council office, 1093 South Broadway in Lexington. Call 859-259-1834 for more information. March 1. The American Council of Blind Lions will hold its monthly conference call at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, on the conference line at 712-432-3900, enter code 796096. There will be a presentation this month by Lion Mary Lee Turner from Oregon concerning the Oral Hall Foundation. On March 2, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will have its first roundabout of the month from 3.30 until 10 at United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville. At 3.30, there will be individual help with iPhones, the Orbit Reader 20, and genealogy. At 5 o'clock, there will be a special presentation by a personal trainer who will be discussing easy tips for a healthier life and simple exercises that you can do at home. His wife will also be attending, and she is a specialist in alternative health. At 6 p.m., will be dinner, $5 per person, and from 7 until 10 will be games, cards, and crafts. For more information and to sign up to attend, call 502-895-4598. On March 4, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will hold its committee meetings on the conference line at 605-475-6006, enter code 294444. Advocacy will meet at 7 p.m., and Education, Activities, and Technology will meet at 8. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind, or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598, or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Sound Prints. Have a great week, everybody.